My name is Erica Wright, and I am excited to be a guest linker at this year's virtual law gathering weekend. I am a certified financial planner, and I am the co-founder of the Bell & Wright Financial Group. I am passionate about working with women like you and helping them to achieve financial security. And today, I'm going to be bringing you 12 tips in 12 minutes on how to build financial security. So we'll be talking about how we can secure the bag, how we can grow the bag, how we can protect the bag, and then how we can pass the bag. If you don't know what I'm referring to when I say the bag, think about money. Think about wealth. So whenever I say the bag, you're thinking about how can we get financial security. So let's dive in with securing the bag. When we talk about securing the bag, I'm thinking of how can you earn a high income. Tip number one. Pick positions that is going to support the lifestyle that you desire. African-American women in the past have typically chosen positions in service-oriented fields. And these are certainly positions that we need. They're high impact in our community, such as teachers and social workers. But the big issue is that they tend to be lower in pay. And so what you have to do is get clear about the lifestyle that you want to live and be realistic about if the position that you're in or the trajectory that you're on is going to ultimately support the lifestyle that you want right now or that you may want in the future. If it does, then great. If not, we need to think about how can you develop your transferable skills and utilize those to get into industries that will support your lifestyle. Tip number two, think like you are self-employed. Brian Tracy says we are all the presidents of our own personal services companies. And when you think about it, we really are. We're all selling ourselves to the highest bidder. And you, as a president of your own personal services company, are responsible for everything. You are responsible for the marketing. You're responsible for the production. You're responsible for the quality control of your work. You are responsible for the research and development and for upgrading your skills. The biggest thing that we can do is make the mistake of thinking that your employer is responsible for your personal development. You're 100% responsible for that. Think about this. If you were a stock, would you invest in you? And if the answer to that question is no, then we need to do some self-reflecting to be thinking about how can we be better and how can we be adding more value. That brings me to tip number three become hard to replace. We have clients who have come to us and told us stories about how they were so good at their roles that their organizations created other positions to keep them there. This is important when you think about recessions, when companies are downsizing. They want to keep their best people on board. They want to keep the most valuable players. And that means you have to be good at what you do. One of the things that you can really start doing to stand out is in your next one-on-one -on -one with your manager bring in your your job description and have your manager rank out or prioritize your job duties from most important to least important and then from that moment on work on all of the most important job duties so you can start setting yourself apart all right let's talk about growing the bag when we're talking about growing the bag we're thinking about how can we increase our wealth over long periods of time. Tip number four, make the commitment to build your life around your savings plan. 
anything that you have ever been successful at in your life that you have achieved and put effort in, it started with a commitment. Whether that be graduating or losing weight or eating healthy or marriage, all of those things start with a commitment. We have to be clear about the goals that we want for our lives and the lifestyle that we want to live in the future and then get committed around achieving that and then build that your life around that savings plan. You don't want to do it the other way around because when you're building your savings plan around your life, then typically there won't be anything left to save. All right, tip number five, you have to invest the paper to grow the bag. You can put money in a savings account, but over time, you'd end up losing money on it because it, the purchasing power decreases as time goes on. What you want to make sure that you're doing is putting money in places that can grow over time. Um, and there's several different investments out there. There's several different products that you can put your money in. Lots of times people will come to us and ask, is this better than this? Is real estate better than stocks? Or is Bitcoin better than Forex? And we will often say, is a fork better than a spoon? And the, the true answer to that is it depends. It's going to depend on what you're eating. If you're eating noodles, then a fork may be better. But if you're eating cereal, then a spoon may be better. So that's the same thing that, that it's the same case with your financial plan, which brings me to point six, you have to create a strategy. What may be good for your friends, what may be good for your family members may not be good for you. Just because somebody else has real estate doesn't mean you have to have real estate. You want to be clear about your strategy, about the things that you're doing, the risk that you're taking on, and whether you work by yourself to do that or you work with a professional to do that, you just have to have a strategy. All right, so let's talk about protecting the bag. Tip number seven, give from your overflow and not from your cup. One of the biggest things that we see with African-American women who are not financially on track is um, it's because they've been helping out everybody and they just can't say no. And it's okay to help some people some of the time, but we can't do everybody all of the time. And what tends to happen is early on in your career when you are maybe a first-generation graduate or you're the staple of your family and the, the go-to people come to you for advice and money and support, and then you feel obligated or compelled to help them, you, it is okay for you to say no. This transitions on to when you have your own children and then you feel like you have to give them everything that they want. The amount of people that we have coming to us with um, Parent PLUS loans and they don't have their retirement squared away is alarming. This, what will end up happening is that you will be in your 60s and your 70s and then you won't have the money that you need to live off of or you need to have the retirement lifestyle that you want and then there may be some resentment. Tip number eight, make sure that you purchase your lifestyle insurances think about lifestyle insurances we're talking about your life insurance your disability your long-term care all of these things support your income if anything goes wrong ask yourself this if you became sick or injured who would you depend on how can you get additional income coming into your household especially if you're the breadwinner and you're the main one bringing all the income into the family and the one that the people support who gives the support the most. You want to make sure that if anything happens to you, your family is still taken care of and you're still taken care of. And 
that starts with making sure that you have your foundational insurances. Tip number nine, build a team. It is so important to have a group of professionals that are there that you can call on for their expertise and their support to make sure that you're on the right path. You're going to need a financial advisor, you're going to need an accountant, you need a lawyer, you need an insurance professional. All of these people should be working together on your behalf to make sure that um, you're, make, you're making good decisions. Lastly, let's talk about passing the bag, which is how can we transfer the wealth on to future generations? Tip number 10, values over valuables. Your estate plan, if you even have one, is not going to create your legacy. You are 100% responsible for your legacy. And you have to ask yourself, what values are you leaving behind? What are you leaving in people? What are people going to say about you when you're gone? That's your responsibility. Tip number 11, actually establish a state plan. You need to be thinking about, you know, what happens if you pass away today? Who would take care of your children? Um, if you don't have any children, where would your assets go? If you became incapacitated, who would make decisions for you medically and financially? All of these things should be in an overall estate plan for you, established by um, powers of attorney, by wills, by trust. All of these things are super important. And they're hard decisions for you to make by yourself. You don't want to leave this burden to your family in times of hardship. Lastly, tip number 12, communication. You have to communicate the plan. In times of crisis, your family does not want to be trying to run around figuring out how to find the pieces to the puzzle that you left behind. They should always know where they can go and find documents, who they should be contacting, and ultimately what they should be doing. Having the conversation early on, actually, it's helpful too because the expectation is already set. They already know what is supposed to be happening. That way, when hardship does come along, they can focus on the things that matter the most, like getting you well or grieving. Thank you so much, ladies. I hope you enjoyed my 12 tips. I'm going to leave you with this. Activity completes the miracle. Nothing that we said today mattered if you're not going to act on it. Take the first step. Act, whether that is hitting us up and setting up a consultation or just getting more information. Do something. I encourage you. We want to hear from you. Um, we'd love to have your feedback on the presentation or if you have any questions, certainly hit us up. My email is erica.right at nm.com um, and you can find me on all social media, Erica Wright Financial Advisor. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing from you.